season. This is the opening line. A very warm welcome back to the NFL opening line podcast with us here on Pinnacle. This is the week nine preview, approaching week nine of the new NFL season, of course. It's time to round up the action so far from the season. We approach, well, the midway point of the regular season um, and we look ahead to the month's plays. As always, alongside me is NFL beta expert Eric Eager. Welcome along, Eric. Um, Thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure. It's been it's been all right so far this season. It's been it's thrown up a few little bits and bobs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a fun season so far. Uh, certainly dealing with the, the 17 uh, game slate has been interesting as far as projections are concerned. Um, there has been uh, an AFC that we all thought would have a bunch of brilliant teams and has been more flat. Uh, there's an NFC t- uh, that we thought would be more flat that has produced a lot of brilliant teams. Um, so very much a fun, a fun part of the unpredictable nature uh, of the year. Yeah, so look, we're going to do this in three sections, I think, or, well, certainly more than one section. The first section is basically just rounding up what we've seen so far. So which team has impressed you the most, Eric, so far? Who's got the most out of their roster that was maybe unexpected before the start of the season as well? Because there's two kind of different things there that I'm asking you, isn't it? Which has been the best overall thing, but then also who's really squeezing every last drop out of the uh, talent they've got at their disposal? Yeah, I think you have to talk about when you look at the the team that has improved the most in our power ratings, you know, points per game and, you know, what we would do in the betting market with them. It's the Arizona Cardinals. Going into the season, they were... Um, you know, fourth in terms of odds to win their own division um, at somewhere around five or six to one. Um, they are currently at seven and one tied for first in their division. Very likely a playoff team uh, might not necessarily be. They are the favorites to win the NFC West. Uh, not as not as heavily as, as they were before they lost uh, to the Green Bay Packers on Thursday night. But they're certainly a team that I think is punching above their weight class better than any team. Yeah, Arizona Cardinals. They were at 39 with us on Pinnacle preseason. They're now at 9.850. So that just shows um, that they've really kind of squeezed every last drop out of the talent that they've got. Incredible Um, and caused a few shocks as well. Any trends that you're seeing um, playing wise or or in the betting, Eric, that has become prominent in the first half of the season? I'm just thinking Patrick Mahomes passes sacks more than usual, 14 times in seven games, 22 across the whole of the 2020 season. So that's uh, not great from him. Is there a betting market that's been particularly fruitful so far on that front? Well, you know, I do think Kansas City has just been a team that's not covered the spread uh, much at all last season. I think they finished the year covering just one one game in the entire second half of the year and the playoffs so far this year, they've only covered twice. Um, and those are road games against two bad Philadelphia and Washington teams. Um, they they're playing, you know, tonight against the New York giants. They're, they're 10 and a half point favorites. Um, that's one where I think, you know, people who have, have watched the chiefs make three straight AFC title games, uh, make two straight super bowls would go ahead and, and uh, you know, lay the favorite there. But I think, uh, history has suggested that the Chiefs are probably going to play a much closer game. So that's been one. I think the other interesting thing is that home field advantage has been basically nothing in the NFL this year. Um, and, you know, hi- historically it's been, you know, two and a half points or so, three points, depending upon where you look. Um, and obviously, um, you know, that that is, uh, you know, that that's a trend that uh, people have been able to exploit a little bit. Uh, road teams, I mean, there was a, a Dallas Cowboys last night, went on the road with their backup quarterback and beat Minnesota. 
um, you know, that that's not necessarily something you, you could have seen all that much uh, a long time ago. So I think those are a few trends that are, have been exploitable. I think totals um, have, instead of being at pandemic numbers where there were no fans in the stands and, and hence road quarterbacks uh, were, were, you know, more efficient than, you know, than they had been in the past. You've seen totals, I think, fall a little bit more to splitting the difference between, uh, you know, maybe 2019, 2020, uh, and, and you know this year, so that that that's been a, a few things that have popped up that I think are, are interesting trends in the NFL this year. Um, just looking, Buffalo Bills are now the five point five three zero favorites. Tampa Bay Buccaneers six point zero seven zero second favorite. Uh, Green Bay Packers, who we all pick at the start of the season, we've talked they've not really fluctuated too much. Um, the Cardinals, obviously, absolutely like unbelievable turnaround in terms of the the betting market. And the Chiefs, who you just alluded to there, you know, not being perhaps as effective as we thought they might might be at the start of the season. That's re- certainly reflected in the odds as well. They're out to twelve point one three zero from just under six before the season. So Eric, any sort of surprise packages, you know, player wise um, or any teams or players that have got to pick up some serious form um, if, if they're going to have to um, have a chance of making those playoffs? Yeah. I, well, I think Kansas city is obviously one of those teams. Um, they, they're not in the playoff race if the season were to end today. The Cleveland Browns were a team. They were, you know, not favored to win their division, but they were certainly a team that I thought could win the AFC North. I think I said that on the first podcast, they're currently at 500 at four wins and four losses. Um, you know, that that's, uh, you know, obviously, um, you know, you know, that that's something that I think is disappointing for them. Um, you know, th- those are the two teams, you know, they, there are two teams that were among the favorites in the NFC West going into the year. Seattle Seahawks uh, improved to three and five. They got a win out of their back of quarterback this past week. The San Francisco 49ers improved to three and four. The Niners at one point on pinnacle were the third most likely team to win the Super Bowl. And now they're obviously a below 500 team for now. Those are teams I think need to pick it up uh, in order to, um, you know, in order to make, uh, you know, the, the playoffs. Mm. Um, market movers is our next section here on the podcast on the opening line with Pinnacle. Any particular markets really that we're, that we're looking at going into the second half of the regular season? Let's let's have a look at regular season MVP. That's the one that I've kind of earmarked as something that you know we, we might talk about on today's podcast. But there might be different markets as well, which I'm sure you well you have alluded to, and you you will do, I'm sure, um, as as we move on. But um, Regular season MVP, Mahomes was favorite preseason, but who, who else has been impressive really in terms of standout? Because you've got Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, uh, Dak Prescott. They're the ones who spring to mind in terms of having the most fanfare so far, rather than not surprisingly. But um, in, in that market, who are you looking at? I suppose it all depends on how teams are playing. I've just said about Mahomes and how he struggled a little bit for four, but... Has he got time to turn it around in terms of being, becoming a regular season MVP? Well, I think he certainly has value at, you know, where, wherever you're going to get him, maybe 30 to 30 or 40 to one. Um, he certainly has time to turn it around. Um, but to me, um, you know, I think that when you look at, uh, you know, this market, Josh Allen's currently the favorite in, in a lot of markets. Um, but also, you know, you look at, you know, let's say Justin Herbert was a, was a guy that everybody liked going into uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, now the Chargers have lost two games surrounding their bias. So he's sort of out of it, um, uh, you know, as well as, you know, I think Josh Allen with the Bills being favored and having an easy schedule. I think that one's probably the favorite. Matthew Stafford, though, you know, they are seven and one in L.A. L.A. is a big, big American market. 
Um, that's another one. He's always regressed after hot starts. Um, but, uh, you know, he's somebody who uh, I think certainly get, get, get a chance here. Um, I'm just trying to think any, any other markets that you're looking at going into the second half of the season, where can people find value in terms of actual, um, you know, if, if, if like a niche market, for example, is there anything that springs to mind there? Well, I think, I think when you look at like coach of the year, for example, mm. you know, um, right now, you know, a couple of weeks ago is Brandon Staley of the LA Chargers. And I, I got him at somewhere like four to one, you know, they had lost a couple of games in a row. Now it looks like Sean Payton of the new Orleans saints who, you know, they're now five and two commanding playoffs back despite injured quarterback, a lot of injured players, the hall of fame quarterback retiring. Is he the taste of the town now? Maybe being able to look forward and say, okay, maybe it's Sean McDermott of the Bills. They have an easy schedule. They might cruise to the one seed in the AFC. You know, having having those, you know, sort of like look aheads there. Even divisions, right? Like right now, when you look at divisions, there are all but four divisions are basically completely wrapped up. But when you look at when you look at other sort of uh, you know other sort of uh, you know places in the market, like for example, the AFC West. You know, depending upon where you look, you're getting basically Chargers at even money, Chiefs and Raiders at two and three to one, respectively. Like, do we really think that, you know, the Chargers should be like an overwhelming favorite there? I don't know. Um, you know, every other division, you have a favorite that's minus, you know, basically uh, an implied of more than 50 percent. Could you find an underdog there that can emerge? For example, the Rams in the NFC West are still underdogs to win that division you know, go ahead and see, you know, the Cardinals, you know, maybe faltering, not having been this good before the Rams are getting sort of a premium there or uh, actually a, a, a discount there. Um, yeah. Could you bet into that market? This is interesting. This is really good. good great insight, Eric. Um, we're obviously heading into week nine now. Um, I just want to look at a selection of probably the most intriguing fixtures or most value. I'm not going to read them all out because I've made that mistake before on the podcast, but in terms of, where you're going to find value in, in, in week nine and apologies if you are listening to this podcast after week nine, but this is a, a good benefit for those who've downloaded this podcast early. So do you have, do you have a, just, just sort of run through some of the picks. I'm trying to think of any that kind of catch my eye really. Uh, Raiders against Giants. Uh, you've got Packers against Chiefs, Cardinals against 49ers. There's some decent, decent matches or matchups this week. Where are you looking, Eric? Yeah, I'm looking, I mean, even when you look at uh, Thursday night football, Jets going to Indianapolis, the total on this game is 46 and a half. The Jets have been a team that until last week had zero yards passing in the first quarter of games. That's going to be really hard to score points if you're that bad. And then, in you know, their, their quarterback, Zach Wilson, who was drafted second overall out of BYU, he got injured. And then their backup quarterback, Mike White, you know, scored 34 points in a win, you know, yesterday against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, how, how sustainable is that? How, you know, how, you know, how much can you, you know, bet on that in the future? Well, the market's giving them that a little bit of a boost with this total of 46 and a half. Um, you know, it's probably even trending to 47 as we're, as we're looking at pinnacle minus 112 to the over plus 101 to the under. I think if you let this thing get to maybe 47, 47 and a half Thursday night football on the under, you're getting uh, some good value. Um, you know, another place uh, I, I think to look um, uh, is, you know, in, in my state of Ohio here, the Cleveland Browns are coming to Cincinnati to play in the Bengals. Um, the Bengals are actually laying two and a half points um, and, and trending towards three there. Uh, I think if you get to a true three, I think a banged up Cleveland team is a, probably a live underdog uh, there. Um, and then lastly, and we just had this news come out 
uh, in the NFL circles. Uh, Tennessee Titans running back Derrick Henry is, is probably going to be out for the season with a foot injury. Derrick Henry has leads the NFL in rushing yards. He's done it two straight years. Um, he leads the NFL in rushing yards now, but he also – his yards you know, gained rushing the ball after he's been contacted is higher than any other running back has gained overall. So he's certainly an outlier when it comes to running backs. This game opened at the Los Angeles Rams laying six and a half uh, at home against Tennessee. The Henry News has moved this a full point to seven and a half through the key number of seven, by the way. Uh, I think the Titans are a live underdog here. Running back, obviously Henry matters. He's a good running, he's a great running back. But running backs should not move the needle a full point in the point spread in NFL games. So uh, I like the Titans getting seven and a half in L.A. against the Rams. There we go. That's great. Great for our listeners who are listening to this podcast nice and early ahead of week nine. Excellent. Cheers, Eric. Really appreciate it. Now, we always finish uh, the opening line pinnacle podcast with just a, a look at the college football. And it's it's been fascinating, actually, this season. Favorites are now Georgia from 2.150 from well, not much above that in our last show, uh, 2.750. Um, how has the season gone for so far, Eric? Just for those who perhaps haven't followed it as closely as they've been following the NFL, has there been any teams drifting out or any teams drifting in odd, odds-wise that you can find a bit of value with? Yeah, I mean, we've had nine weeks of college football, you know, uh, I've been, I think I've been profitable six of them, so I feel like pretty good about that, but... Nice. Um, you know, there have been there have been some teams that have perplexed us, right? So the Cincinnati Bearcats are not a power five team. There has never been a group of five team um, that has made the college football playoff. The the Cincinnati Bearcats are now roughly around even money to make the college football playoff per a lot of models. Um, so that would be unprecedented. And the only thing standing in their way um, would be, uh, you know, the a few of these teams sort of winning out. Um, you know, so for example, you know, Oklahoma undefeated, Ohio State one loss, Alabama one loss, Georgia undefeated. If all those teams went out, it's going to be tough for Cincinnati to make the college ball playoff as the first power five group. Um, and, and so that that's a really, you know, I think tough one um, when you look at, you know, possibly seeing the first uh, group of five team in the college ball playoff right now, it doesn't look necessarily all that much of a lot. Also, I'm going to ask you the same as what I've just asked you, Eric, on in terms of NFL. Any players coming to the fore? Any ones that we should be keeping our eyes on in terms of, you know, just absolute standout players, really? Uh, you know, obviously, I think uh, CJ Stroud is somebody who was, you know, was five to one to win the, uh, you know, Heisman Trophy. Last week was a gentleman by the name of Kenneth Walker, a running back. A running back has not won the Heisman Trophy since 2015, I believe. Um he came and had a five touchdown game and a win for Michigan State, who was undefeated against the Michigan uh, Wolverines. Uh, he, in some markets, is now favored to win the Heisman. So it's sort of like every week, it's sort of an oscillatory thing where, you know, one week it's so and so who's the favorite, the next week it's another player. Uh, you know, if you can anticipate the market and who's going to have a standout game among, uh, you know, sort of the higher level players, you can really, I think, gain an edge there. That's uh, awesome. Um, any trends, by the way, in the ne- this next month before we put another podcast out to look out for? Any Anything that catches your eye? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things to be careful about is big favorites this time of year. Uh, you know, interconference games, especially rivalry games, play a little closer than normal. So um, especially over the next month or so, you're going to see some big spreads. Uh, and just like we saw with Ohio State against Penn State, um, it's not necessarily the smartest thing uh, to lay lay big points, even with teams that are elite. 
Eric, eager, thank you so much for, for being on the podcast on the opening line. Um, appreciated as ever. Now, this man knows a thing or two. So what he's just said on the podcast, do take note. Um, at Pinnacle on Twitter, if you want more, there's also Pinnacle.betting on Instagram, Pinnacle.com for all the latest betting insight and strategy, as well as the odds as well. Um, subscribe at Pinnacle Podcast to follow and keep up to date with all our latest offerings on Apple, Spotify and SoundCloud, of course. There's also a great article, pinnacle.com, Mark Taylor's Game of the Week, Week 9 NFL predictions, as there is every single week. Head there. And also, if you do want to follow Eric for a bit more insight, he's at PFF underscore Eric on Twitter. Thanks to Eric and thanks to you for listening. And just remember, odds were correct at the time of recording. And please remember to gamble responsibly. Gamble responsibly.